Everybody's going now, guys. Talkner Sid here, back for another episode of the TNC podcast, episode five. Yes. On YouTube, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Chris, another week. Yep. No guests this week. No. We haven't got anyone harden up. About to run in, have we? Cut the hair. Ourselves. Yeah, no, no surprises today. No, but it's been a good couple of weeks, and it's quite nice now just to look back at what's been a fairly busy few weeks in terms of the podcast and also Norwich City, and just have a reflection, really, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think in all honesty, the international break has, has come at quite a good time for Norwich City, with all of the, the circus around the new manager, the structure of the club, the fans... Just everyone's attitude, mm. the players, you know, obviously Tim Close coming out and making a song and dance about moving and all those little things that are going to happen now. It has come at, a, at quite a nice time. And um, obviously, I'm sure there'll be plenty of questions about Alan Irvin. Will he remain as manager? Possibly he might now. Yeah, I mean, um, Rob was on last week, of course, Joe the week before. Both had kind of similar opinions, really, in terms of the way they want to see the club move forward since... Both of them podcasts, nothing really has happened. I mean, we've seen Stuart Webber possibly appointed. I mean, nothing official has happened from either club. Yeah, it's going to happen. Well, yeah, it's going to happen. Michael Bailey, um, I think he broke it, didn't he, on the EDP? Yeah. So basically, if you don't know, Stuart Webber is the... Basically, like what are they, what are we call the role, sport director. We're no. going to call Stuart Webber the head honcho at Huddersfield. <laughs> no, but what is what is the official uh, sport ta- director? Sporting director. So he oh, was Jack? basically yeah. I, know, I thought I knew he was head of sport or something. Um, so he was the he- sports head of sport, sporting director, sporting director on, Jack. at That's Huddersfield. Right. Yeah, um, and basically we brought him in to Norwich yes. to do well, we, the same we, It's job. probably going to happen, isn't it? Yeah. It'll probably be announced this week. So that's positive, isn't it? It's very positive, Jack. And I think to have someone like Stuart Webber come in, he's you know he's, he's young, he's got ambition, um, but by the same token, he's he's almost got that bit of flair about him where he's not afraid to, to take risks. You can see that in with his previous clubs, Huddersfield mm. and Wolves, uh, where he's taking gambles and, and quite clearly it's paid off. I mean, look at Huddersfield. Yeah. I mean, I suppose the pleasing thing for me is, I know it hasn't been announced yet, but Stuart Webber seems the man who wants to try and push clubs forward rather than... He's not, it doesn't seem a yes man, put it that way. Uh, no, I, I, to be fair, I don't think anyone is a yes man, really. I, I, I don't mm. think they are. I think yeah, everyone yeah. likes to put their stamp on things. Why it's quite nice that we've got a, a young guy is he's got kind of the, the new way of football about him. A lot of kind of prehistoric dinosaurs are still in the game still churning out the same crap every mm. week. And, uh, you know, Nor- Norwich City are past that now, Jack. We need to change. The structure has happened. It's a good thing. Anyone that thinks the structure is a bad thing needs to take a good look at themselves. Because... The- I mean, I suppose that there, there will be natural reservations because it is something new and, and people sometimes don't know how to... And, yeah. and, and to be, there's no proof to say that this is going to work. And that's the risk you take, isn't it? I mean, we've seen plenty of risks happen before that we thought, oh, that's going to really work have we though I mean not in terms of this kind of move but risks as in maybe transfers or things like that for, 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 for example the biggest Ricky Van Walsenkel yeah, thought he was going to take okay, into Europe, Europe. Okay. that didn't work that is the only risk this club has ever taken and like big risk yeah I think mean, of another big risk I mean you look at last season I suppose some of the transfers we made they were big risks Stephen Naismith Tim Close you know big money for us and they were risks to try and keep us in the Premier League. Okay. I mean, this is a completely different risk, and I think one that will eventually pay off. I'm not sure how long it's going to take us 
or how long it's going to take to to kind of come through and because big changes are happening if you mm. see this kind of change any business it would put it in disrupt it, it would disrupt yeah. it for a little while wouldn't it yeah it, it, when when someone new comes in the top of a business you you've got to change your whole company culture because they want to do what they want to do and Norwich City are going to have to go through that. And not way. just at the top. We're looking at a whole player rehaul as well. So you're, yeah. it's basically all of your staff, the, whole, the, the important the staff, run everything. Yeah. who's going to be changing. What's the priority? Where are we going? You know, what, what's good? What's bad? How are we going to play football? Mm. There's all sorts of things that, that will be stamped on by, by, um, by Stuart. So fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers I mean, crossed that's an exciting... By the way, if there's any Huddersfield fans out there who know more about <laughs> the school, quite a few world, yeah, that watch the videos, yeah. Uh, by the way, Huddersfield, did you see what they've done with the season tickets? Uh, are they one of these clubs that actually reward their fans? Yeah, one of them. One of them good ones. One of the few. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, I think it was 150 quid for an adult season ticket, which is mental. I think under 21s was like 79 quid, which, so that's like five times less than our Yeah, prices. but they know that Norwich fans will renew yeah. their season tickets. We are not known as the best supporters in the land for no reason. Yeah, the thing with Norwich is we are the only professional club in Norfolk. So our catchment oh, area. Oh come on! Yeah, but what I mean is, is that there's no one, there's no other good games it's more to go a, to. It's it's kind of like a day out, isn't it? And I for think for some fans, yeah. I think for a lot of fans, I think you'd be surprised. Mm. I mean, I don't want to be judgmental, but there's three stands at the football club that don't sing Jack. Yeah, I now, think, you can't tell me that most of those people in those stands that aren't at the football for a day yeah, out. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that. Yeah, I agree that some fans maybe do go for a day out, but I, I think the atmosphere issue is a whole nother debate, which which could be a, a whole podcast. Agreed. Um, I do agree. Let's talk I about that now, actually, atmosphere. Go on, then. I mean, I, I've been in... I've had season tickets in the Barclay, upper and lower, lower now, and also the NMP upper, um, over my eight years or whatever yeah. of having a season ticket. And, yeah, the atmospheres have been very different. Um, we are now in the lower Barclay, which is historically known for... The best atmosphere in the yeah. ground alongside the snake pit. This season, though, it's been dreadful, hasn't it? Yeah. I can't think of a game this season where, it was really where it's really rocking. Yeah. Even Ipswich wasn't rocking. Yeah. It was loud at times. I mean, we've got a question later on. Um, I've, I've seen one of your Twitter questions basically asking us what, what's been your favourite home and away game <laughs> this you, season. But you can't really. Oh, I don't want to. I mean, you? last season you look back at, and I can pick Forest, out a few. Forest, I know he went down. Well, that was nice. Anyway, we yeah, get season. I know we went down, but I, uh, for me, my favourite games are always the one with the best atmospheres. They're the ones that stick out to me, not the the way we played football or the atmosphere has got worse and worse with each season that mm. I've supported the football club. And um, why is that? I don't know, Jack. I think it's I think it's a mixture of what's happening on the pitch, but also the lack of kind of incentives to for the fans, and you know, again, things like. Letting the letting the fans bring in flags, yeah. Letting the fans perhaps stand up. Do you mm. know what I mean? Those basic things that make I mean, us feel as one. Do yeah, you know I mean, mean, you you've been to America, haven't you? And and I have. Did you did you go to a football match out there? No, no, no. I'm going this year though. Okay, so I went to Yankees. Okay, I went to the Orlando game. Wasn't, sorry. Yeah. Are you going to a football match? Yeah, uh, New York. What was it called? New York. Is that Red Bulls. Chicago. And... No. Chicago oh. Fire. No, 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 no. Hang on, this is embarrassing. Where are you going? New York. New York. And I'm going to go see... Red what's the one with Kaka and Pirlo? Come on. Yeah, New York City. Right. And then what's the other one? The, the one that Red Bradley Wright Phillips plays for? Yeah, Red Bulls. Yeah, yeah, then. 
No, it's not Red Bulls. It is. It is. No, it's, it's New York yeah, Red Bulls. Yeah. So I went to Orlando City. Is, I think it was Orlando City. Yeah, and they've got a flair section. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, And amazing. the football was dire. They had um, they had Kaka, who was... He was like... How old was he then? 35. He was well past it, but he was by far the best player. Who else did they have? They had... Um, the Zimmer frame now, isn't he? Oh, who was the guy who used to play in the Premier League for like Stoke? And he was... Oh, what was his name? I'm not, I'm not even sure if he played for Stoke. It wasn't Jamie O'Hara. We're not really awake for this episode, are we, Jack? No, basically, Orlando City, it was amazing. The atmosphere, mm. they had flares, they had chanting. But, it, you know, Americans do it a bit different. I've, I've seen a lot of um, tweets this year of, you know, chant sheets that they print out for the fans. Yeah. And stuff, which is a bit... But I think there's certain things from America that we can take in Germany and... Germany. You know, European countries. Yeah. that They just do it right. They just do it right. And I'm, if we have a bit of flexibility when it comes to yeah. health and safety laws, and it's not no. even like laws, it's just common sense. Just yeah, flexible. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is, I'm not saying we need four stands of pyrotechnics but, because I understand why that but, rule is and, there. And, and Rob Butler would say this if he was here. At the end of the day, the atmosphere would be better if we were winning football matches. Yeah, of course. I mean, under Lambert, but it you was can't great. Rely on, you can't rely on the football because... But even under work, when we got promoted, I'm not sure if you were supporting. No, that. I didn't go. When we got promoted under Worthington, the atmosphere then was great. Mm. It was really good. That was the season that probably sparked my love affair for Norwich City with Darren Huckabee, Adam Jury, and you know there, there was you, you know yeah, the, the yeah. yellow pages were being thrown. In <laughs> yeah, the air. and and but no, bring those, the yellow pages back. Yeah, definitely those <laughs> little things, and, and and maybe what Arsenal do when they score, get the flags up, mm. that, that kind of thing to to try and pump the fans up, but. This has all got to come from the top. Yeah, everyone has been shouting about this for a while. A lot yeah. of the, uh, you know, the, the North City voices, so to speak, on Twitter have been calling for it for absolutely ages. The club have got to act next season because I know the Barclay and Project for a couple of seasons were doing fantastic work, especially at the under twenty one games. I know the club did in, did like what was going on, but there was a few issues that basically stopped them from getting tickets in bulk sections. A few basically. issues being Dave McNally. No, I, I wouldn't blame all on McNally. Um, Would you? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame all that. I think he had a big part to play in that. I, I don't think it was. I, I, it might have even been after McNally. No, no, McNally was still there. I, I, look, <laughs> oh, I, yeah, oh, yeah. There was issues that happened that, that basically Why can't meant... we have the Barclay Project with the flags and everyone, a singing section, Barclay, Barley Away fans? It's perfect. Yeah. And it's there, crying out and for And there it. would be... I think another thing that... I mean, that would be great. And I know the Barclay Project were trying to... Um, get people to give them yellow pages and they were basically shredding them up and it did at the uh, I'm not sure if you saw it, it was because they're at the back in the e yeah. aren't they? and they basically chucked a load of like ticker tape up and it was brilliant it looked really good but we're going to need more things like that we're going to need flags we're going to need the singing sections I just don't know but Norwich fans don't actually feel like doing this stuff at the moment because we're playing awful yeah so until the performances on the pitch change. The thing is, though, like I've been, I've been to a lot of lower league games, Cambridge, Peterborough, <clears throat> places like that, and it's still been rocking even when they're three 0 down because they've got standing terrace. I know we're not going to introduce a standing terrace, but if we could in- introduce a section, well, it's possible, isn't it? Safe standing. Um, it's just there's so many stupid laws you've got to get through and everything like that. Um, anyway, wasn't expecting to talk about the atmosphere. What food have we got today? Food. We've got some chocolate still from last week. Yeah. <laughs> That was got, nice chocolate. I've got some sweets from the cinema. The, the, the classic kind of candy king. What film did you see? Um, oh no! Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> what did you see? 
I saw Beauty and the Beast. No, Chris. <laughs> Amy. No, no, Amy no. has been having a go all week because I've refused to go Jackson, and see I Beauty can, and the Beast. Yeah, but are you yeah. a Harry Potter fan? Well, I look like Harry Potter, don't I? So, are you a fan? Yeah. It's Do you like Emma Watson? Uh, yeah. So you would have liked. Did, was Beauty and the Beast actually good? Um, the, the, Please say it was rubbish because I know Amy will be watching this the, and she, she went to see it today actually without the, me which the I'm beast, very bad The about. actual beast was quite beastly um, very much mm. you know the, the kind of um, He's been hitting the weights the Mitchell Dykes mm. was effectively the beast and, <laughs> and, and it was kind of quite disappointing when you know he turned into a prince at the end it was kind of like Mm. Revealing Alex Neal or something, you know, it was a bit. Okay, thanks. But you got the pick and mix. Anyway, so pick and mix. Um, you, we've got the classics in here. We've got some some sour watermelons. Yeah, I just have bananas. One. That's nice, actually. We've got some um, some chocolate mice, of course. Oh, classic. Yeah, I just took the last one. No. And as well as the the uh, mic being balanced on a banana, <laughs> this is classic TNC. We've also got in the flora tub. Don't don't say. Guess what's in the flora tub? I'm going to put a little thing here. Where you can vote. Okay. You've yeah, got a I like few that. options. I like that. And we will reveal what is in the flora tub in about five minutes. Okay. But vote now. See that? I'm doing the doing the YouTube thing. That honestly, you will not, not. Can I give you a little clue? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put three different things. Of what it could be. <laughs> in here. It's wacky. It's a wacky one. I don't know. Is it wacky? It's a, it's a classic pub accompaniment. What no, pubs, it's not. What yeah, you go class anyway, let's stop talking about what's in there. Um, what else has been going? It's, the, it's, it's been the international break, hasn't it? And, I um, am now more and more and more inclined to letting Alan Irvin, Gizzy Irvin, for the rest of the season. I thought we were talking about the international break. No, I'm bored. Of it. Well, why are we talking? Let's not talk about the international. Things happen. Jacob Murphy got into the under twenty. Oh no, no, no! Oh, oh, and I know oh, you oh, love oh, Jacob yeah, Murphy. Yeah. Jacob Murphy, ladies and gentlemen, again proving why he is. Been fantastic for us this season. Mm. He deserves to get take player of the season. <laughs> he deserves to get player of the season. Mm. And how great would it be for a youngster mm. of his caliber, up and coming? Give him some credit that he deserves. Um, did, did a great job for England, and I'm just buzzing that he's on our book. Now, I've just thought about something here. I don't want to talk my mouth open. Yeah, very rude. Uh, we were talking last week with Rob about who would who should win Player of the Season. Mm. You said Jacob Murphy. I think Rob agreed with you, and I kind of agreed with you. Jerome as well. is up there as well. And House, but someone commented last week. I think it was Elliot Waterfield. So Elliot, massive thanks for the support on the podcast, mate. He said, "Do agree with you to some extent, but would you not give the Player of the Season to Wes because he's never won it, and it's probably his last chance of winning it." That bores me, I'm sorry. Does it? Yeah, it bores me. I think there's very valid think, reason there. Uh, no, I, I kind of get it. It's very kind of gesture. It's like a gesture, isn't it? But in the, the day... It's almost a gesture have... to Jacob Murphy, though. Because he hasn't... How he, dare you he say hasn't that? Been the best That's player wrong. This That's wrong. No, he hasn't been the best he player He scored 10 season. goals. He's been influential. He's been our main creative output. No. You are wrong. Wes Hulahan has been a more influential player. We than, haven't got Rob Butler Jake. to spare some <laughs> this week. Wes Hulahan has been a more influential player than Jacob Murphy this season. If you want to give a player of the season trophy based on a gesture, for me, it's got to go to Wes. But it's not about a gesture, is it? Well, that's why you're giving it to Jacob Murphy. Uh, did I say? Did I yeah. just say I'm giving it for a gesture? Pretty much. Did I? Okay, right. And you did last week. 
Okay. You don't genuinely uh, no, believe. No, no, right. Wes Gen- is going to get a testimonial, right? Mm. And Wes has been the best player in the top three mm. since I've supported, you know, Norwich City. And unfortunately for Wes, in his best seasons for the club, mm. Grant Holt was smashing it. Now, in those seasons, he probably should have got it. There was also a season where Seb Besson got it, yeah. by the way. How did that and even actually, happen, by the way? No, I know what <laughs> happened, because Chris Hewton didn't play Wes, did he? And that's yeah, why that's Seb true. Besson got it. Yeah. And actually, if you look at the previous winners of the Barry Butler Memorial Trophy, apart from Johnny Howson, they've all buggered off. Mm. Lee Croft, buggered off. Holtley. Nah, nah, they're gone. <laughs> but do you, do you see what I'm saying? Like, Dion, Dion won it. I, I kind of Pups. get what I get. I get what Elliot's saying, but I don't think it's right that Wes gets it. Okay, so you still genuinely believe that Jacob Murphy has been the best hundred percent this season. Let, let, let me know in the comments what you think of, of that comment. Um, but Jacob did get into the under. It was the under twenty ones, wasn't it? England under twenty ones, yeah. yeah. which is brilliant. Yeah, definitely. And definitely. Um, also internationally. Russ Martin um, and yeah. Stephen Naismith involved with Scotland. I know you've got some Scottish links with the family, haven't you? Yeah, I. Do you, do you like watching? A wee bit of Russ. They're awful. <laughs> they're awful. Chris Martin scored and he's from and, Buddy Beckles. And when we, and when we went, it's funny because they're all English, aren't they? Well, yeah. a lot of them are English. When we went to see them at Wembley, Jack, and I was thinking, you know, Snoddy, Snoddy was playing. I was thinking, oh, we're definitely going to concede, you know. The Scots want revenge. And they just didn't turn up. Mm. They were an absolute shambles. I love Robertson and Grasper. By the way, just to I've just got to change the subject on the note of Russell Martin mm. and just you know other things. Um, have to mention Peter Oldfield. Yeah, um, Peter Oldfield. For if you've not seen already, um, sadly passed away um, last week. Explain to people who Peter Oldfield. Because I didn't actually, I wasn't lucky enough to know him. So yeah, I mean, he's first of all, he was just known as a very, very nice guy, and he was in charge of effectively when the player, um, whether when the man of the match came off the pitch, he would be there with the guests and pass the champagne over, etc., etc., and he would guide the player from the changing room up to the gun club. He'd walk him through the gun club. And parade him. He would. He would look at. No, basically, he was in charge of looking after them. Pretty yeah. much, he was. He was a host, um, and he he did. He did a whole host of other things for the football club. He was yellow and green through and through, and he impacted a lot of people at the football club. And uh, you you might have seen my tweet, but one of my my first memories of the football was turning up at the gun club, and I'd smile as soon as I saw him because as soon as you saw him. He has kind of. There's certain people like that, isn't there? He had like he. I think some people called him the Silver Surfer. Grey <laughs> hair, and you know, a, a bit orange from his holiday, and always a cracking smile on him. And you'd see him poking through, like, right, is everything ready? You know, the mics be yeah, ready. Yeah. And it was like an excitement thing. And and as a kid, he would make sure all the kids get all the autographs and the photos, and no one would be missed out. Yeah. He had time for everyone, and it's really important to 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 say, you know, yeah, big like- respect to Peter Oldfield. What a guy! It is. It is unbelievable to to see the the effect that people have because I wasn't too aware of Peter until you sort of tweeted, and I knew you, you talked about him before. But I saw a lot of the ex players sort of saying like, "When's his funeral and stuff?" Leon McKenzie seemed really cut up about it. So basically, all of the ma- the, the people that got man the match the most became really good friends yeah. of him, and you know it, it will have affected a, a, a lot of the previous players. Um, you know, we, my family are family friends with theirs, etc. And 
you know, it's, what I love about this football club, and it just highlights why I love this football club, yeah. is that everyone comes together and celebrates something really important. Mm. So, for Peter, we've got to win the next game. Yeah. Yeah, so basically our thoughts go out to Peter's friends yeah, and family and, definitely. and Peter as well, who um, had a big effect on this club. And I think, like you say, it, it, the, make, it does the make... He family element. Mm. He really did. It's not like he calmed things down. He just had a way about him. Um, you know, win, lose or draw, positivity. Yeah. And actually, he had a big influence in the way I am about the football club. Yeah, and I suppose with, with kind of the, the younger fans coming through, I mean, a lot of, of the TNC fan or watchers are... Are fairly young. I mean, the people who sort of come up to us for, for photos and to say hello are normally like to you, well, you as well. Like, yeah, they're young. Are, are young, and I suppose they've never seen the League One days and and the Championship days, and and they're the kind yeah. of seasons that almost sculpt the club like us, aren't they? And they've come in and and, and seen the the Premier League, mm. you know, that sort of five year period. That's where what we were... gives us the patience, and that's yeah. what always that's the, the the gratitude that I always think about. I always think back to. The 7-1 loss to Colchester in League One. I always think back to the 6-0 defeat in the Premier League to Fulham when we got relegated. Mm. And I and I I look at these little kind of 1-0 losses here and there and I think, you know what? Pfft, you've not really seen and it, anything. And it's, yeah, it's almost, you know, Peter and, and, and other things like that. A lot of people at the club are absolutely brilliant. And it makes you realise you don't support this football club for results. You're never going to be too satisfied with the season no, season no. of results. It's almost but that's why it means so element. much more. It means so much more. Because of that exact reason, um, so yeah, respect to to Peter and um, and his family. Yeah, definitely. Um, is there anything? I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into the Twitter questions? Um, I mean, no, let's go. I, I think mean, Twitter questions. There hasn't really been. Let's look back at the last week. We've had the international football. Stuart Webber kind of announced. Yeah. So it really isn't it? Yeah, it's been a fairly a fairly quiet week. So let's go on to Twitter. As always, I tweeted out for your questions. On um, we also so we questions. also tweeted Thank out. Um, let's say what's in the flora tub before we get in. So I tweeted out what is in the flora tub. A few people got back to us. West Ham fan TV, our good friends, put I can't believe it's not butter. Ooh, so, kind, of, kind of nice there. Obviously, Flora's little uh, little hashtag. Like West Ham. By the way, I like West Ham fan TV. The yeah, good guys, top aren't they? Guys. West Ham, they fan really TV. are. They really are. They're top. struggling this season, by the way. Yes, it's been a tough season for them. <sighs> on, anyway. on and off the pitch. Anyway. Um, Anita said is it a new head coach in there no I don't think we'd be able to fit anyone in there except for Wes Um, Robert Fenn saying Norwich's promotion chances (laughs) no they are nowhere to open it quickly Um, Mark Townsend another pointless signing Uh, George Wilson boiled eggs no you love a boiled egg I do love a boiled egg but that's that's an educated guess there yeah that is Um, and finally Curtis Cole London said Clover no we are all flora through and through. And finally, the man who probably does know what's in here, John Killett, said, hmm, maybe olives. <laughs> These are supplied by at Cheesy Geezer on Twitter. Massive thanks, of course. By the way, that's worth a shout, actually. If you ever want to send us in anything just to, you know, feature, we've got Dealer's Cookbook there. Olives. Olives. From the Cheesy Geezer. Now, um, what... Olive oh, man, are you? so good. Green or black olives? It's all about green olives. The best olives are garlic stuffed as well. Yeah, or bad breath in the morning after some of them. Garlic stuffed olives. Yeah, but once you've got a girlfriend, you know, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah, you you've got to try and keep them happy though, Chris. Says you, turn them down Beauty and the Beast. 
We probably oh. should stop, stop talking about girlfriends on a football podcast. And olives. Yeah. Oh, they're so mm. good though, aren't they? Salty. Mm. Yeah, very salty. Kind of like... Stay hydrated after this. Again, I'm going to, you know, put a football in there. By the way, I'm, I'm, I say this every week, but I'm ever so sorry to the people who listen to this on iTunes and not watch it because they don't <laughs> see the set, they don't see the food, and mm. 90% of this podcast is all about food. Katie Lee also, she said berries of some sort. I suppose they're the same size as a berry, but not a berry. Are they? Same size as something. Olives. Um, anyway, <laughs> by the way, there's no feta cheese in there. No, exclusively olives. I've got another tub in there as well. I'm a big fan of the feta cheese with olives. I must At admit. Cheesy Geezer. What a boy. What a boy. Um, right, let's go to the Twitter questions and yep. let's stop talking about olives, although they are very nice. Um, Did we just spend five minutes talking about olives? Yeah, pretty much. Goodness me. Oh, but also, if you voted olives, well done. People voted, remember, on YouTube. We, oh, yeah. Well done. Congratulations. Congratulations. We will send you through an olive in the post. Maybe. Um, Daniel DeFalco, uh, always tweeting us, so big thanks, Daniel. I think he's from America, that actually, Daniel. That is a wicked name. Yeah, Daniel DeFalco. I want his name. I think he's from America. Daniel DeFalco. Daniel DeFalco. We've just offended Daniel. Uh, would you take Irvine until the end of the season? I think we've answered this before, yeah, but let's done. answer it again. But you said no last week. Yeah, I know. I've changed my mind. Why? It's okay, I can change my mind. I'm a football fan. You are. We're all fickle here. Uh, no, I just... I just Olives and chocolate. I don't want to jump in. It is in that period where it's too soon to recruit the right the right manager to take us forward, and we need the sporting director in. So therefore, Alan Irvin for at least another three or four games would be appropriate. Mm. Um, Next question: Canary Scott, who we've probably offended with our um, talking of the Scottish national team, but they'll probably agree. Well, my family from Scotland, and I like Scottish people. Friendly, by the way, Scottish people are the friendliest people on earth. Yeah. You go to Scotland and you walk anywhere and everyone says hi to you. I love that. I love it when you go somewhere and everyone says hi. A lot of pe- a lot of English people are like they even just in Norwich, head down, do like not wanting to talk to you. Scottish people playing the bagpipes, throwing haggis about. That oof. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Canary Scots. I'm sorry. No, I'm only joking. Haggis, by the way, I love haggis. I love a bit of haggis. Um, right, players you potentially like to see sign in the summer and if no specific player positions we need yeah, yeah I mean p- positions is, is more important defence as Rob highlighted last week you could easily sign five or six defenders yeah <laughs> yeah easily yeah and still going forwards you look at that and you think have we got enough firepower in there yeah I know we've got Nelson Oliveira Cameron Jerome's still going to be going strong in the championship next season he'll be very handy but we need something else. I do want to give Carlton Morris a chance, though, so I'm yeah. kind of holding on to that. It wouldn't be the end of the world, but it's mega important. Yeah, I think, for me... Our midfield is fine. We've, got, we've absolutely nailed the midfield. I, Apart from... Mm. Actually, no, I've, I'm changed, I've changed my mind just in a few seconds then. Yeah. Tete has slown up this season. Yeah. And I hate that, because he was one of my favourite players. He's it such a nice guy. still be player. He's not my favourite player anymore because he's just Jacob not Murphy is. very good. Um, don't know. Um, we need a new CDM. Okay, so Dorans let's, let's go from nice. the back. Goalkeepers. Do we need a new goalkeeper? Yes. Get rid of McGovern and Ruddy or keep one of well, them? Well, i tell you why. <laughs> if I was Rudd, there's no way I'd stay at this football club unless I was told I was getting first team football next season. Okay. He's been completely disrespected. Awful. For me then, I'd get rid of all of them. Don't think Rudd's good enough. For me, 
in the championship, he could cut the mustard, in my opinion. I've always been battered for this. So could Ruddy, though. But you know what? When so, Rob was saying about Ryan Bennett, I have the same thing for Declan Rudd. I do think he can do it. Anyway, that's my opinion. Ruddy. Let's talk about Ruddy. I still think he's a good championship goalkeeper. Yeah, so do I. But what I would question is, does he want to be here? Because he did no. show signs of the fact that he <laughs> wanted to leave. Yeah. You know, he's got family here and everything. That's great. I don't think McGovern's big enough. No. I don't I don't like saying players aren't big enough because obviously like Wes has been absolutely dreamy for Norwich City. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very different outfield players. Yeah, exactly. I, ju- I just don't think McGovern's I would good, I would good say enough. if we're going to if we let's get let's start with We need to sign a goalkeeper. Yeah, we need and get rid of all I'd keep Ruddy as backup, but I'd get rid of all McGovern and Rudd for me. I'd like Declan Rudd to stay. Yeah, but you'll be you'll be in you'll be in kind, you'll be in romantic about the whole situation. Look at players we've sold on. From from the Academy. From the Academy. McGeehan, Corey Smith. But again, if we're wanting to become a sustained Premier League club, and I love Cameron McGeehan with all my heart, Cameron McGeehan isn't going to be a Premier League footballer. For me. Yeah, but look at all of the opportunities that we've missed through giving these players. I just, a I think there's, there, there is a romantic element when it comes to homegrown players that sometimes they're just not good enough. We've been too far. We've been too far experienced this season. We have not given our guys enough of a chance. I'll, Jacob Murphy and Josh Murphy are a prime example of that. But we, the Murphys, have, for me, are an exception because they have Toffolo always be been play, for above of their game. Toffolo should be here, for example, definitely. Okay, right. We've taken too long. Let me know. Let us know in the comments. Should would you keep Declan Rudd? Basically, for me, yeah, he's a good goalkeeper, but not the stand we should be at. Defenders, boy, defenders. I would get rid of. Well, I think it's easy to say the ones we'd keep. Yeah, Pinto. I'm gonna well, let I'd you love ask to this. keep hold of Dykes, but that's probably not going to happen. Never. So I'd keep hold of Pinto. I'd keep hold of Russell Martin. As, yes. as just um, well done Jack almost the player coach type thing like, I don't know Like I don't want to be seeing him that's a play every up. week that's a question coming up oh is it yeah What have you seen it yeah alright we won't answer it yet though okay so I'd keep Russell Martin but maybe not as a player but kind of a player hold with me I'll speak about it later I would keep I can't even think what defenders we've got I think that's about it Whitaker. no you can play him anywhere and he, you know, rhythm is a dancer. No, sell, I'd sell Wits, I'd sell Bennett, I'd sell Basson, I'd sell Turner. I'd, I'd almost pay someone to take Turner with my own money. I'd give them my life savings, my whole Norwich and Peterborough saving account. To get no, rid of Michael I'm Turner. More, I'd rather keep Turner than Basson. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good debate. Basson, though, is just... Oh, he's one of them. How has he won a player of the season and Wes hasn't? Right, midfield, um, I would keep Dorans, Housen. All of them. I'd, I'd get rid of Tete. Oh, come on, We've had Jack. this discussion before. I'd get that's, rid of him. That's a load of rubbish. He's, he's a squad player. He's, not he's a key squad player. I don't want the squad players. players. Why don't he want squad players? Because he wants to be here. He cares I about the club. Care. He wants I to go to the league. I want to be a Norwich City footballer, but I'm not good enough. No, Tete's got the right attitude and he is staying here. He's not good enough, Chris. 
Jack, he's good enough for the championship he's as a not. squad player. As a squad player, I don't want squad players. I want players who are who are genuinely competing for the first team. I know Tete's in there because Dorans has been injured. We've well, agree no to disagree. Else. Let's move on to the next question. Okay, so strikers. Um, I'd get rid of Laughs. I'd also pay someone to take him with my own money. Um, I'd keep Jerome. I'd keep Oliveira. Hold him. For that. me, the attacking as long as we we know we can score goals, we just can't defend. So completely tear out the defence mm. make a few tweaks to the midfield literally tear yeah and um, maybe one more striker but I think Jerome and Oliveira have got 40 goals in them between them can't complain can you so that's that um, Alex Bat he's a Peterborough fan um, which one of our ex-players oh. have you liked the most Drury, McKenzie Martin or Bennett such a good question and thanks for sending that in and big respect to Peterborough for sending those players. Yeah. Some four, four good players. 100% there. Adam Jury. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Absolute player. I've got a lot. I've got Dedicated, yeah, yeah. passionate, right attitude, trained hard. Top. Still works at the club. Yeah. And that is exactly what Norwich City is all about. I, yeah. Adam Jury, top guy. Like, I, I wasn't really lucky Did enough. Did you go to his testimonial? Celtic. I didn't. No. Jack, you I missed know. a killer game. I know, I know. Anyone that watches the watches video that went to the testimonial and um, give it a comment. But for me, one of the most special atmospheres that the mm. football club has probably ever produced. Well, in my time, anyway. Um, Celtic came down. I worked at the football club in the marketing department at the time, and all the Celtic fans were camping in the car park outside the Gerald stand, drinking at like six o'clock in the morning, and. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and the whole kind of standing and jumping and, you know, facing back. They like took the over Riverside as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, and all that. And that is what football's all about. Yeah. Anyway, but Adam Jury. Top, top guy. Leon McKenzie as You can well. come I've, on the podcast, Adam. I've got a really, really big soft spot for McKenzie. One, because he was a great footballer. And two, I worked down at Ball Street a few years ago, over the summer, basically, in between... I think I'd just finished school and I was going into sixth form and I was lucky enough to get a job there. And one of my main roles, they were at the time, I don't think it ever got released, which is a shame, but they'd shot a documentary all about Leon McKenzie because obviously he's gone into boxing now. And his story is unbelievable. And like he, he read his book. He loves Norwich read his City. Read book. Read his book. He loves Norwich City. Top guy, been through real tough times mm. and now he's killing it in the boxing front. And I, I really love Leon McKenzie. Best and he, Leon McKenzie moment. I know what you're going to say already. Well, the obvious one would probably be United, wouldn't it? Oh, United, United, shirt off, yeah, yeah. muscles, Hulk. We boom. almost don't have players. Because Leon McKenzie, I, I don't think anyone's going to say he was like one of Norwich's best ever players. I remember at the time. But he just, there was something about him. And there's no players at the moment where yeah. I go like, I really love that player. One of the sponsors was paying for half of his wages. Really? Yeah. Because we couldn't afford him. I love that. Big, look, I can we get them sponsored more here? <laughs> Unfortunately, sponsorship isn't the same anymore. Mm. Um, but yeah, Martin as well. Love him. What? Ross Martin. He used to be at Peterborough, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course he did. Ross Martin. We'll take a bow. Yeah, love him. Yeah, next. Ryan Bennett. Um, Ryan Bennett. The only real thing, obviously I, I do remember him, but the thing that sticks out for me, I used to have a paper round. <laughs> and obviously I used to get up at like six o'clock every morning to oh, do this paper round. And you're like, you know when you first wake up and you're kind of like squinting? Yeah. That was basically me on the whole paper round. It's very dangerous biking around like that. Mm. But whenever I used to pull, there was a few people. Especially Craig Yarmouth. No, I wasn't in Yarmouth. Oh, I was, I was in say, a small little village. Off. Nice little village. Ormsby. Love Ormsby. Um, 
used to pull the EDP out and I always used to read the back page and I was like, Ryan Bennett, who's he? And then he progressed into a average mm. footballer for Norris. <laughs> but I can remember, I, I think it was probably on one of these videos, if you go like three years back, I said that Ryan Bennett would be a future England player. And I actually said he had the capability of being the Norwich City captain. What went wrong? He... Well, Lambert, did Lambert sign him? Lambert signed wow. him. Yeah, and then we loaned him back, didn't we, for a season? Or the rest of the season. I don't know why, but he just didn't... I don't, I, think we, I don't know. I think we signed Bennett, I might be wrong, in the last Lambert season, and basically we loaned him back to Peterborough. That was yeah. part of the deal. And then we got him in when Hooten came, Hooten, I think. Hooten, Hooten out. Hooten, Hooten him. Um, Next. I mean, yeah. Um, uh, Jack also asked, what positions do you think we need to strengthen? We've answered that, so thank you. Um, Jay, at Forever Yellows, who out of our current squad could you see being a future Norwich City manager? Russell Martin. Yeah. Because I know he wants to be the future Norwich City manager. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, definitely not. You know who I'd love to see as Norwich City God, manager? God. Pinto. Oh my God. How good Imagine the passion. I don't know. It just pouring passion. Just like an equaliser against Burton, he'd be running up to the fans What's on the... his knees. Yeah, it was... Come on! He'd be like. Um... What's his name? Uh, Canio. Yeah. He when they literally like Canio. I'd love that. Pinto for Gaffer. You know what I'd love to see? Pinto, Pinto as the manager. Mark Tierney always, and Grant Holt as assistants. Always suited. Yeah. Pinto's, oh, always suited. He's always suited. He's always in Slaters. Getting his latest yeah, suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plug, fitted by Simon Cheese. Plug the Slaters. Love it. Um, Jay also asked, can you see Matt Jarvis's career lasting with us? Yeah, I think he'll come back. Uh, you still here, Matt Jarvis? Yep. I think I think people are picking bones a bit too much. I mean, obviously Jarvis has got injured. Yeah. Don't knock him while he's down, for God's sake. Because what? Can you remember that goal he scored against Bournemouth in the prep? Next, yes. Next season, he could be a key player for us. And is it, he could them, if he stays fit. He's got. He's one of them players we've we've written off, and actually on his day is a hell of a player. Yeah, definitely. So um, that's that. Uh, Adam at Simply Matters, who I think used to be Neil out. You know the guy who made the Neil out account, but obviously Neil left. And, that was Tim Pot. Um, yeah, we like Adam though. Um, yeah, we do like he Adam. He says, Wagner in or Wagner out? Obviously, Huddersfield Wagner, Wagner. Wagner in, you'd take Wagner? Yeah, definitely. Cool. Um, Jack. Uh, Jack's tweet, that's again. Um, Good old Jack. He said, what do you think about Danny Pacheco's tweet? Now, did you see Jack, Danny yeah, Pacheco's tweet? Yeah, I did. If you haven't seen it, I'll put it up on the screen now. Why did, right, why did we never sign Danny Pacheco back? I loved him. I absolutely adored the guy. Mm. Like, so good at football. Mm. That game against Ipswich, especially. He just... Hell of a game. He teared it up. I just love, like... Do you reckon he's been fishing for a transfer as well? Yeah, 100%. Do you reckon? Where is it? I think he's playing in, like, the Spanish second division. Oh, where is he playing? I read it today. He's probably not good enough now, but... Getafe. Getafe is I want to search how old Daddy Pacheco is, because I don't actually think he's that old. He is such a good player. Danny Pacheco. The way he moved the ball, his touch... His passion again, yeah, giving he is back a to the fans. Player. Good knowledge. Um, Thank you, Jack. Danny Pacheco is how, how old do you think he is? I reckon Danny Pacheco is now twenty nine years old. Twenty nine. Be good if my three G worked. Talk while it's drum roll. While it's drum works. roll. I'll get it up on my Wi Fi. <laughs> Why is this not working? Come on, come on, Jack. You can have. He in is. This place. Drum roll. Twenty six. Danny Pacheco is 26 I, right, years old. Now, 
Comments oh. below. Comments below. If you would sign Danny Pacheco, I thought he was like next 41. season. Forty-one. We, we need players at this club that love the club, and he loves the club. Maybe I'm deluded. Maybe I've lost the plot. He was blooming good, and he would do a job as a squad player. He, he but we don't want to sign squad players. No, even if Danny Pacheco wasn't good, you should love him. It'd be just nice to have him there, just to see him. Just to see his face. Oh, I've just turned my phone off and right. I need to Next question. get, more, get Next more questions. Question. By the way, are you surprised at how young Pacheco still is? You, not really, no. no. He's quite young. A lot of people, yeah, true. Um, yeah, you get a year older every year, don't you? Yeah. Uh, DJAM asks pretty much the same question. We've had a lot of people ask who, who you'd want to sign in the summer. Um, to be honest, I don't really know what exact players. Um... We did discuss last week, and we will bring it up again, though, that whoever we sign... It might not necessarily need to be the most talented player on earth. You, you know look, what? Some of the best players, the ones that you don't know who they are when we sign them, they often go on to be the best players. Pinto, classic example. Grant Holt. Where's Hulahan? Do you know who Hulahan was? Before we came <laughs> no one knew who he was. No, even like Tim Close, I didn't have a clue who he was. And, and the new geezer has a real. The sporting director, yeah. Weber. Weber, <laughs> has a lot of eye. A lot of eye. He has a very good big eye. eyes. He, nice he, has, eyes. he has big eyes for talent. Yeah, which is great. I believe he spotted Benekafobi. He did at Wolves. Mm. Uh, Capital Canaries. Um, do you think? Actually, I think I spotted Benekafobi before him. I went to see him for Norwich under twenty ones against Arsenal under twenty ones. He scored twice, and he was a very good player. I'm better than Stuart Webber. Uh, Capital Canaries. Do you think any Norwich players are good enough to, for England? For the no. first team. No. Howson. <laughs> You know what? I did actually look at this tweet earlier and I thought, Housen is the only one with a good chance. But he's not good enough, is he? But, no, 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 no. If No, he's not. No. Um, I mean, he's kind of like Lalana. He'd never get ahead of Lalana. And by the way, Adam Lalana for England this year has been on one. Yeah, Lalana's been... Lalana's a good player. Um, Although he got me out of a really good bet, which I'm not happy with. Oh. Um, by the way, you bet him on Ladbrokes. Of course, yeah. yeah. We love Ladbrokes. Um, Dan, which players would you like us to get rid of this summer? Now, we haven't got four hours to talk about what players we'd like to get rid what of this key, summer. What key? What, what were the main... What, what Just would... get rid of the Deadwood who are on big wages. What are the main ones, though? Besong, Lafferty. Yeah. Turner. Um, Poor old Turner. Just a clear-out. We haven't had like a massive clear-out for ages, and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be nice, isn't it's gonna it? It's going to be lovely. I can't wait to see the new calendar. And as well, desktop calendar. There'll be no one left. There'll be, we'll be like, to put like Delia. Win, like, win Jones in yeah. January. Won't Stuart he? Weber. <laughs> Stuart Weber will have October. Ball boy. You get around to like November the following year and you're like, fuck, we've got no one left. <laughs> <laughs> Ball boys, yeah. With catering staff. Yeah. Uh, that would be lovely. Uh, Cameron. Best home game. Yeah, stick me on there. Uh, what best home game and best away game this season and why? Now we've got a fixture list because we can't remember. <laughs> that shows how good this season's been. Yeah, but no, it does, doesn't it? It really does. I'm really liking this watermelon. Um, stuff. Well, the best away game, I didn't go to it, but it's got to be Blackburn. First mm. game of the season. Great game. Played him off the park. So much hope. So much hope and passion and positivity and atmosphere. And it was a lovely sunny day as well. It was. I was um, I was shopping at the time with Ooh. the missus. Yeah, I know. Um, I tell you what, Brighton and Hove Albion away was an absolute world of a game. That was a stinker, <laughs> an absolute stinker. Um, for me, best home game would be. 
You know what? I'm... You know what? I loved Derby because the guy that bought me this book is a Derby fan. You weren't here for the Derby game at home. Yeah, I know. I was driving back from Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nottingham Forest at home. Yeah, that was a good one for that me. I'm going to stick one out here. Aston Villa at home. Because that was at a stage of the season when Aston, Aston Villa, you know, they, everyone oh, thought yeah, like... yeah, Brucey. Yeah, yeah, I remember this. And like Oliveira scored that goal. The atmosphere was really good in that second half. Can you remember there was that massive rendition of We Are The Yellow Army for like 25 minutes? Yeah, that was Which nice, was brilliant. And that was at a time when we thought actually... Again, the atmosphere was good. We could maybe do something like this season. And we had like actual hope yeah. at that point. So that was a really nice game. Um, and I think what was the game after Aston Villa at home um, Huddersfield Huddersfield away I mean, is, oh no 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 isn't it Hang sad on. that we've got a fixture list in front of us because we actually can't really yeah so we had it. we had Aston Villa at home yeah and we were basically like actually we could maybe do something then we had Huddersfield away Huddersfield at home we lost that Reading away we lost that Brentford away we drew Derby at home we won and then Rotherham away which was the one that really Burton away what a game yeah but oh, it's, it's a shame there's been no real massive good away game I mean there's been a lot of good away like mm. atmospheres but there's been no no next question Barnsley was good when we fell over the, the seats when um who scored that game Oliveira I think that was good next question um have we got any more are you going to Aston Villa away I am no been um, there three a- times Amy's oh. coming she wanted to go to a get an away game this season. I said, really? Do you want to put yourself through the pain and the misery of Norwich away? And she was and like, she yes. She said, yes, please. I, I want that. So that's the thing. Um, uh, Jake saying, should we keep Alan Irvine until the end of the season? We've already answered that. Um, Tony Lloyd. Now, this is an interesting one. Yeah. What do you think was the turning point this season for us Newcastle going wrong? 100%. Newcastle? No, it's non-negotiable. There's mm. no debate here. I don't think it, it was. was. 100%, it was 100% Newcastle. The wheels came off the bus, Jack. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely let's have a look at the... destroyed the players, the changing room, everything. That game impacted the players I don't know, like though, no because other. Newcastle away, we then had Wolves away the next game, which we won. Rotherham at home, which we won. Fulham away, which throw through that away, but still drew. Yeah, but they absolutely carved it. Like, literally, they stabbed the knife in and they turned it. Honestly, Jack, that was the game. That was 100% you know, the game. The turning point for me was, I think, Leeds in the Cup. But if we're going oh, to go for a league actually, game... That, actually, that was a really Leeds, bad game Yeah, as that well. was a, a poor... And I think, actually, I think that might have been after the Newcastle game. I'm not too sure. It for was. me, the league game leads at home. Remember when we scored the... Oh, yeah, and that blooming idiot from Leeds two-footed the disabled woman. <laughs> you had so much hate for the Leeds fans that week when you slammed I'm, off. I'm sorry, but you, you what an idiot. I still <laughs> anyway, let's, like let, we've, we've already touched on that point. <laughs> yeah, sorry. For me... It, it was either Brighton away yeah. when we should have sacked oh, Alex actually, Neil. actually, that was bad. Why we didn't sack Alex Neil then, I won't know. And then Leeds at home, which I think was possibly the week after or something. But yeah, to score the 90th minute equaliser and then still lose the game. Don't. Just don't mention it. It's horrible. Um, let's have a look mm. what we've got. Um, this chocolate is so good. I know, right? Mm. Uh, <laughs> By the way, I like this tweet. Mm-hmm. You know when we tweeted about what was in the Flora tub and we got mm-hmm. people to tweet us back? Someone tweeted, is everything Ed Balls knows about football? <laughs> Bit harsh. But possibly true. Um, yeah. Poor old Ed Balls. Uh, 
That's about it on the Twitter questions. So thanks for your Twitter questions. No hate of the week this week. I've not had any abuse. Or You've week. had no hate this week? None at all. You're doing something wrong. Unless, have I? I don't think I have. No, I don't think you have actually. The Rob Butler podcast went down really, really well. Yeah, by the way, massive thanks to Rob yeah, coming on. Come that on. was brilliant. Um, and also, I was going to say this earlier, if you've got any suggestions of anyone you want to come on the podcast, leave it in the comments section. Probably Norwich City related, that would help. Ideally. Um, if it, you know, achievable. Yeah, obviously. achievable. Don't say like Ed Balls, because he's probably not going to come on. Danny Pacheco. I don't say that. Danny Pacheco. It's possible. Because you imagine if Ed Balls rocked up at my, th- sorry, the studio, <laughs> and um, actually did the TNC podcast. class, didn't it? The club should actually, you know, integrate a wee bit more. We will it. get Ed Balls on this podcast one day. Clip it up. You heard it here first. There you go. Anyway, um, Aston Villa this weekend. We kind of already touched on it in yeah. the last Half podcast. Tickets, of course. Yeah. Um, so we talked. If you if you missed what we said about that, go into the last podcast. But quickly, school prediction. I think we will draw. Yeah, me too. And I think it'll be a cheeky little Desmond. Oh, a little Desmond. I'm going for a little 1-1. One, one. I think our record at Villa Park is atrocious. Yeah. Uh, Villa have run on some good form and got a pretty decent team. Um, but, if we go one up, even by Norwich's standards... We'll lose two ones. <laughs> no, if we go one up, even by Norwich's standards, Aston Villa, the fans like to get on their team's yeah. back... Every time I've gone to Villa Park, they've booed and they've hissed and they've sworn. What happens if we if we pull a cheeky little one nil out of the bag? Yeah, a little one nil. Yeah, Sheffield Wednesday lose. So do Fulham. We're two points off the playoffs. Are you dreaming again? But that is. Are you dreaming? No. Oh God! (laughs) Imagine if we did get the playoffs now. (laughs) Just imagine. The thing, right? I don't mean to be. I don't mean to be negative, Nancy. But even if we did get in the playoffs, we wouldn't get through. We we would. Out, the, do you know what the worst thing I think could happen now this season is if we were to get promoted why because we would be going into the Premier League next season with like six players it's kind of like we'd be going into the Premier League with like green and yellow flares like look at us we don't get yeah. to like literally going for it I, I, yeah I, you know it's always nice to have something to play for but I genuinely don't think promotion would be a good idea now for this season I've, I've said it before I've gone over it anyway I need to sneeze you need to sneeze it's gone. No, it's right. uh, gone. Yeah, I think we're going to round it off this week. Um, actually, one last thing. I'm going to have a look. Ma- oh, what about Moan of the Week and Hype of the Week? Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Right, quickly, go. Moan of the Week. Moan of the Week, international football breaks. Oh, no, I agree with that. Yep. Useless. Yep. Hype of the Week? Uh, hype of the Week. Jacob Murphy! Three weeks in a row. Um, my Hype of the Week is Delia Smith. Because she inspired a nation to cook and I think being able to cook is a beautiful thing and her cookbook sold six million copies Delia if you're watching come on the podcast doesn't mean well I'll tell you what would be the dream she did inspire a nation to cook though of course she did we don't really appreciate that do we no she is an absolute babe um (laughs) imagine um, you know what my life goal is what Delia Smith to come around my house and cook me a meal I would actually quite like to just have a meal with Delia. What just like some afternoon and tea? And Winnie. Yeah. Jo- Jonesy. Yeah, yeah. Jonesy's just been outside for his fag. Yeah, he's, he's, he's chain smoking outside. And, you know, turns up and, you know, you're just sitting at the table with Delia. Here's, here's right, your dream Norwich City dinner table. Yeah. Who's on it? How, how many are we allowed? Uh, 
How many? Let's say Four, six. Oh, it's, it's, a big, it's a big table. It's a big, and it's going to be a big bill. Who's paying? Um, Delia. TNC. Right. Yeah, we'll put it on the put it on the expenses. Yeah, exactly. Right. Who's on your table? Six. Two so pick three each. Pick yeah, I like that. Go on then. Because we're so we're at the head of oh, head of each end of the maybe, table. Maybe we don't need people. To we're at the head of each end of the table. You've got to stand up at the fir- in the start to make a speech. Okay. And then when the main comes, I've got to make a speech. Yeah. And then in the dessert, we'll just have a little little, little communal chat. But of okay. course, we're chatting of, throughout the meal. So you pick three players who are going to be sitting okay. on the left side. You're this end. We're the left I'll side. I'll pick my three side. here. Hang on. I'm on the head of the table. Is you, am I on the left side on YouTube right now? I don't know. Anyway. You go first. What? So we'll go so, one, one, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. So first player, one hundred percent. Hasn't got to be players, by the way. It can be anyone. Okay. Well, I'll say a player. But they've got to be Norwich City related. Yeah. Former yeah. Norwich player, Dion Dublin. Yeah. Dion's there. Absolute character. I believe he'll probably bring his Duke yeah, as well. Plays the Duke. Yeah. There you go. Another plug. There's some. Um, um, so there's your entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. And just an all-round blooming nice guy. So Dion's there. Big Dion. Dion. Is he sitting next to you or kind of Big away D. from you? Big D. We love Big D. Um, <laughs> Dion is... No, he's, he's kind of... Two, he's like one along He's one in. For me, Mark Tierney. Oh nah, mad Mark. We're bringing oh, him along. On. Dion's playing his dube. He's the Mark kind of... Tierney's doing the cartwheels. You get to pick who you want. I'm having Mark there. Inspire he... the nation to cartwheel, that man. <laughs> He's the kind of guy that you go, you know, you, you go to, he's like your family member that you don't actually really want to speak to. No, Mark is going to be there. All right, okay, fine. Mark Tierney's there. Um, who's got to be there? Who's got to be there? Yeah, by the way, is, is Winnie there? Is Jonesy there? Well, if you, only if he gets an invite. What about nephew Tom? This is invite only, Chris. This nephew is... Tom can be the waiter. Yeah, okay. Nephew Tom was the waiter, yeah. yeah. Um, or that Stefan geezer. Well, we'll talk about what we're eating at the end, what food we're going to we, we need to hurry up with this. Yeah. Um, this is an important thing. Oh, no, you thing, go. You no, go. You, I've just said you um, go. Anyone Norwich City related? You go. Come on. I can't Delia. think. Well, your Delia's obviously there. Well, maybe not. What? We just... This is all from Delia's cookbook. Yeah, but it doesn't mean she's necessarily... She is 100% there and she's on the table. Yeah, Delia's there. But that is one of the invites, I'm afraid, so I've only got one left. I'll tell you who I'd have on there. Terry Alcock. Yeah? Norwich City's all-time top goal scorer. Nice. Full of stories. Full of... From back in the day. Story. Um, oh, last one. For you? For me, yeah, last invite. <laughs> so we've got Delia, we've got Dion Dublin, yeah. we've got Terry Alcock, yeah. and we've got Mad Mark. Mad, really? Yes. I can't believe Mad Mark's made it. Mad Mark is there. Um, right, final one. Ah, oh, I know who I'm going to bring. Ewan Roberts. Yeah. Now, there are, I love one, I love Ewan Roberts' accent. I think it could... He's always in the barbers, Esquire. Well, this is the thing. I'm, Another plug. He could give me some grooming tips, possibly tell me how to grow more facial hair. Yeah. Struggling with it. Um, but it's his accent. You know, what? you've, you've had you your three-course you bring meal. something different, yeah. You've had your three-course meal, you've had a couple of coffees, and you're suddenly buzzing with caffeine. Oh, I've got my... He can calm I've got down. my last guest. Ewan Roberts... You got an invite, mate. Okay, I've got my last guest. Paul McVeigh. Mac is there. Is he? Yeah, he's there. I'll tell you why he's there. 
positivity and <laughs> he'll be at the end yeah it's not about the patient no no he'll 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 stand up and he'll do <laughs> he'll do a public speech. he'll be the after dinner yeah meeting. exactly <laughs> see Paul's there doing the after dinner speech we've got Dion playing the dude yeah Paul's doing the motivational Mark. speech we've got Delia's, nephew Tom with Delia Delia's had too many whiskeys and then me and you are just rocking it Oh, there you is... go. What, what a nice end to the TNC podcast. Delia, Mad Mark, Dion, Ewan, Maka, and Terry Olcock. If you're watching, who would you we have can on your actually table? set this up. If you want to come for dinner, I'll pay for it. Who would you have on your table? Comments below, yeah, please. Six invites. You're allowed yourself and one friend or family member. Can we get a hashtag going for this? Hashtag TNC dinner party. Yeah, hashtag TNC dinner party with six guests that you would like to see. Yeah. And it, it, it yeah. Need... Oh, hang on. Pinto. Where's he? Oh, sh- or maybe Pinto should be the no, one. No, 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 no. Pinto. Sexy he... ice cream. No, he's making paella. Pinto. He's got a massive paella dish, as big as this table. I'm not sure about Nephew it. Tom is scooping it out. Pinto's there. Silver serving. No, I'm not going with silver service. Um, <laughs> and Pinto, you know, you know what Pinto's doing? He's just having a good time. He would be great friends with Maka. Loves positivity. Yeah, true. And Maka's good at I do social too. media as well, isn't he? So he, he could have some kind of like... Social media discussion. I'm quite good at, you know, digital marketing, you know. It's your trade, isn't you it? Know, digital boss. Another plug. Anyway, big thanks for listening. Um, that was good fun. Um, yeah, let us know what you guys think about the podcast. Listen on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes. Um, you can link to all them in the description. And if you've watched this all the way through, good effort. Because it's over an hour long, I think. Yeah, it's good effort on that one. Um, yeah, we will see you next week for another TNC podcast. And a big thanks for staying subscribed and everything. Um, yeah, nice work. Peace out. Once upon a time, a fairy tale.